and I feel like Charo and Hakim and Kavita are amazingly positioned to sort of start us off on conversation, um, having been grappling with these issues from a variety of places on the globe. Um, and so what I want to uh, start off asking you about is really to reflect on the experiences of the different women's movements that you've been part of that are confronting this um, ascendant populism and authoritarianism, both from, from the US and India perspective, from Hakima, your work as a, a, having the global view that, that encompasses AWID's work and the Pan-African view that you, comes out of your own organizing that you've done for so long, and the Latin American experience, and specifically the Afro-Colombian communities that you've been organizing with, Charo. So I wanted to ask what um, each of you to share some, some lessons and strategies from these different perspectives and offer some examples that we might be able to build on. I'm going to ask you, even though we're, we're doing it well, we sort of in a roundtable format, just but just to be mic. nice and loud so that everyone can Sorry. hear and we can record. Um, democracy apparently is, is, is working, is yeah. working here. Um, <laughs> I'm going to ah. give it a go as kick us off, but not, not to, to, to be definitive. And one of the things that we said is that we're going to have... Very close to the mic, yeah. Would you just say your names? I don't yes. Sorry. Hello. Hello. Yep. Is this one? So I'm, I'm Kavita Ramdas, and I was formerly with the Ford Foundation based in New Delhi, and before that with the Global Fund for Women. I'm a feminist activist and a philanthropic advisor. I'm Hakima Abbas. I'm the co-executive director. No, not enough. Louder. Yes. Hakima Abbas, co-executive director of AWID. Um, Charomina Rojas from the Black Communities Process in Colombia in the Ethnic Commission. So what resonates with me from what Yefat was saying was that, is that this is not new. Um, this is a really frightening time. This is a, a time when the right and authoritarianism are bolder, they're better equipped, they're better armed, um, they're coordinated. It's certainly a frightening time, but we do have to understand this moment in the continuum. And I say that because I think we normalize oppressions far too quickly. We normalize the fact that in this country that, that black people are murdered every... Uh, into the mic. <laughs> it's so important what you have to say. We really want to hear it. <laughs> I feel slightly policed, just as I was saying that. <laughs> but that's okay. Um, we've normalized that this country is, is founded on the genocide of indigenous people. We've normalized the violence in the Middle East. We, in, in some ways, every time it gets worse, we move on in ways that makes that worse the new normal. And so the swing keeps going this way until what is normal is actually horrifying. And what seems to be the right and the most extreme is even more horrifying. And I think one of the, the things that we must do in our movements and as women's rights organizations is de-normalize. Um, and to really break the logic of domination, break that in our strategies, um, I know in this country, people have been talking about being ungovernable. And I think there's a way in which we have to understand each of our power, the power that we hold, to just stop, to desist, to not participate, to not be collaborating, to not be part of it. Um, 
Yefet was also talking about the CSW and the space that we're in in terms of um, the multilateral space. And indeed, it's significantly under threat, not just from the right, but also from the corporate power that we're seeing taking over these multilateral spaces and what that means for the intersections of all of these oppressions mm -hmm. and how women's rights groups are able to hold the space. Um, and I think we do that in collaboration with one another. We do that in solidarity and together. And I'm going to let Kavita, because she put me on the spot. <laughs> Go next. 